Right, so if y'all ready to get started with the show, let me hear you say yeah. Yeah. If y'all ready for a live taping of this and the third, let me hear you say hell yeah. Hell yeah. And without further ado. Yo, what is good world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up. And for y'all pulling up and popping out for a live taping of this, that, and the third. The lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Now we're gonna begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's what's shouting out our sponsors, beginning with none other than Maker's Mark. Shout out to everybody making their mark in their respective lanes and or industries. All right. The bar is open, but only one cocktail, the this and the third, is complimentary. So proceed with caution. Amen? Amen. And we're going to begin the show in the best way we know how by beginning with some new news for all y'all new news. It's a brand new year. Same old us, but better. The year of Kobe. You know what I'm saying? The year of evolution. So, Ms. Reese, what's topping off our new news segment today? Um, can we just clap for the heat wave we got today? Golly! Needed that. With that being said, there was an earthquake in New York a couple days ago. I didn't know earthquakes existed in, in New, New York. York. Right. So that just goes to show us that this weather and this global warming thing yeah, end of is days. like end of real. Like it's day a, after tomorrow. Yeah, real. The world is in there. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> It's not a long, it's not a long, long time. No, nah, I'm not gonna say. It. No, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Um, because like, just some tectonics would tell us that there shouldn't be earthquakes in New York. New York. You know um, what I'm saying? Well, I don't know if it's gonna freeze over first before the robots take over because yeah. that's the whole thing too. This yeah. AI stuff. I forgot what company it was, but did I hear about an organization that had a CEO, a robot appointed as their CEO? Like, no. bro, come on, son. No. Come on, son. What's next? You know what I'm saying? But before we go off on that tangent, so, Calvin, I want to speak to your neighborhood a little bit, right? Because um, Southside's strong, <laughs> man. South Shore, stand up. So, y'all know, know, we know we have, like, migrants, right? And they are moving them in different communities, right? So, they're no longer in front of the police stations. They have been putting them in hotels. If people have vacancies in their buildings, they're paying them to allow the migrants to come in and stay. And that's great, right? That that's for the landlord. But I just I'm just curious at how and why they're choosing certain neighborhoods, okay? Yeah. So, someone sent me a video of about 7 to 9 male migrants, grown as men, moving in uh, over east, like east of Yates, over east, okay? Yeah. And uh, that person would be Calvin, okay? Um, they were out singing and stuff, and it just so happened before I left, it's going to be on the 10 o'clock news, how they were gathering and singing. And it was actually a white person who was, like, bringing all of that stuff to them. Right. All of the clothes right. and the beds and the yeah. things that they need. And he was just like, you know, we have to stand with them. We, we're in this together. I said, but over east? Over east? <laughs> like, if there's one place in Chicago that belongs to us still, it's over east, right? But I literally looked out my window, and you say singing, I say chanting. <laughs> they was like, but in Spanish, though, like in Venezuelan, I was like, man, hold on, what are they, what's this war cry? <laughs> They're standing in my neighbor's yard, right? Just with, like, 
vests on look like they might be crossing guards or construction workers. Y'all know the neon vests? Yeah. And they was just like, Hall Hitler. I'm like, yo, <laughs> what the is going on, right? So then it, it, it really didn't hit home because I'm like, man, I've seen this story play out before where it's like, you're not from here. Go back to where you're from. You people. Who are the bam? And I'm like, bro, we can't you people these people because we were you people. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, nah, we got to give them some grace. We got to, you know, show them some love and invite them in. These niggas <laughs> took it upon themselves to take some rubbish from their yard and throw it over the fence into my yard. So I go to take my trash out before I came here this evening. And uh, they back on the porch doing whatever. Let's just say they was smoking a square. But it's like six of them. And I was like, hey, yo! Kate? No, no! Who threw this in my yard? They were like, me no no, me no no. I'm like, bro, this doesn't belong in my yard. Stop doing this. And start throwing plywood over the fence back into their yard. So I'm sure when I go back to the crib, war has been declared. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool until it's not. You know what I'm saying? But I don't mind cohabitating with people. I don't mind sharing spaces and blocks and whatever, whatever. But don't come all loud and boisterous into the community chanting and shit and then throwing rubbish in my yard, dog. Like, it's a clean yard until they got here. So now I feel like I can relate to white people a little bit because I kind of feel like they're invading my space, yo. Like, this was a gated community. Yeah, it was a broken fence gated community, but it was gated nonetheless. I feel like they're violating the property lines. And then they play that... I don't speak you no know, English when it's convenient, but then it's like, bro, I just heard y'all conversing like 10 minutes ago. You're like, man, I don't know. This nigga, that, that's a nice Jeep he got over there. We might have to get that. Bro, you speak English. You're bilingual, bro. Stop it. So I have mixed feelings. Before today, I would have been like, yeah, please, we got to support the migrants because I don't understand this. How is it that when it's negative 12, negative 9, oh, the, the, communities, the community centers are now open. The heating centers are now open. Blah, 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 blah. But if it's 15 degrees positive, man, y'all better go outside and endure. Like, I don't get that part. You know what I'm saying? I don't get the part how migrants get to cut the line for homeless people in general. You know what I'm saying? So I have mixed feelings about it. But today I have to draw the line. <laughs> I'm, I'm not with the shits. I'm ready to send it up. That's the thing. Straight up. Okay, so um, moving on. I don't know if you guys have been watching uh, the Republicans. They are going around doing their debates. Um, Trump, Trump and them. Trump, Trump and them. Uh, but they had a debate in Iowa. The Iowa actually voted. They had the Iowa caucus um, a couple days ago. And at the debate, it was only uh, DeSantis and Nikki Haley, I think is her name. DeSantis is out of Florida. Yes. Okay, cool. Trump didn't show. He said, no. I, I not worth my time? Didn't show? Not worth my time. Wow. It's in the bag. Not worth my time. But get this. Who do you think won? Trumpito. Yeah. Burr, 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 burr. It's too many Trumpets out here. But Nikki Haley is one I think we should watch out for. What, what's she doing? DeSantis, I don't think he has a chance to be completely honest. Um, but Nikki... She is a female Trump. From? I don't even know where she's from. Y'all know where she's from? South Carolina. South Cackalack. And she she speaks well. She was killing. She a sister? No. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Now, when you say speak well, you know, they be giving us that. Like, well, she speaks well. You mean she's a black person? All right, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, meaning she was able to articulate her points well. Got she it. was able to come back with the punches every time he had something to say. She Cat Williams. Definitely. No Definitely. Um, so, I mean, she is going to give Trump a run for his money, but Trump has it. And right? he has money. He has it. And so I was watching Amanda Seals, and um, I don't know if you all saw Michelle Obama do an interview on the podcast. Um, his name is Shay Shetty, I think. He's a, I don't want to, I don't know if he's Indian or a Middle Eastern guy, right? But she was on his podcast and she was talking about, well, the clip that they're talking about is she said what keeps her up at night is the fact that she feels like people aren't going to vote, mm-hmm. vote for Biden. Right. Right. And they're just going to be like apathetic and not vote as opposed to, yeah. And so people were like, that's what keeps you up at night. Right. What they say should be keeping her up at night. Why we can't vote for Biden. Why we don't want to vote for Biden. Why neither candidate is appropriate. Why the whole system is trash. And then they, (laughs) this one particular uh, young lady was like, why your husband did this and did that. Oh, Bo got some scandals? She ran down a list of things that Obama did when he was in office. Uh, As far as bombing other countries. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um... I mean, I, I watched the interview. I thought the interview was great. I didn't think she was going to get no flag from it like right. that. But apparently, people are, like, fed up. And so I really don't know. Let me ask you this. Who's voting in the election? Everybody. I feel okay. Like- if it's Biden and Trump, are you voting for Biden? I think we have to. We're black. Yeah. Well, I think that's a misconception, too, though. Because I think that's a misconception, too, though. Because a lot of times we feel like, oh, because we black, we have to vote Democrat. But I think that's cap. Like, there's a lot of things. Like, what if you're rich and black? I know. I see at least two rich people in this room. <laughs> they might be voting for Trump. You know what I'm saying? You vote based on where a candidate stands on your issues, yep. not who's the Democratic candidate, I feel like. I, think, I feel like we've grown beyond that. Would y'all agree? Yeah. Okay. 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 I, 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 I feel this is what a Gen X. Audience, maybe millennials, right? It's giving X millennial. Millennial. Who goes millennial? I feel like them Gen Z. I'm old. <laughs> Gen Z's not voting. I don't. I don't feel like they're voting. Every party should fight for our vote. That's real. That's true. That's real, but that's not realistic. Right. We've been saying that since Jesse Jackson ran. You see where he at? But we do. I think have like some Gen Zers or cuspy with the Gen Zers. She said, DJ, this is for you. She said that uh, Gen Z ain't voting. Are y'all voting or not? Y'all, y'all active voters? Yeah, we not. You and your constituents? She said, he said, we not. I'm saying y'all cuspy. I'm just saying y'all younger millennials. So like, yeah, no, we vote. We y'all vote. do vote. Y'all active voters. I can speak for us we vote. Okay, okay, okay. 2010s. Right. Well, I don't got to go individual by individual, but I'm just saying in, in general, I think there still is a movement of, amongst the young people to, we used to call it rock the vote, vote or die, what do they say? Stay won't go vote, you know, know what I'm saying? Whatever the catchphrase is, I think they still vote because even if you don't vote politically or at the ballots, you vote with your dollars every day, you know what I'm saying? So that's a form of voting as well, all right? I, but I didn't know that, um, well, let me ask you this, the scandals or whatever they was going low on with Obama. Did Michelle practice what she preached and go high, or did she 
get in the mud with them. Well, no. So she had the interview. This is just people like uh, remixing and stitching. Oh, okay. So you know, you see Ms. Michelle say what she said, and then. But the interview lady was respectful. Yeah, no, it was a guy. Guy, okay. This lady was just responding to, to the, the interview. interview. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, what else we got? New news, parties, new news, or do you want to move on to the most entertaining thing of the year so far? So what was that? What was that, huh? She said, yes! <laughs> Let's talk about that cat! Oh, <laughs> uh, real. Okay. All right, so everybody by this point has seen the Cat Wiz interview, yes? Yes. All right, all right, all right. Which one, right? Which, which segment, right? Let me let me just say this. I feel like I, I saw a good recap of what was going on with the Cat Williams incident. And I didn't think about it this way, but they basically was like, you calling people out, bless you, you calling people out for stealing jokes, you talking about this, that, and the third, what bam, but you do the same things. They said he also, like, that's just an industry thing amongst comedians. Think about it this way. When it's music and somebody samples somebody's record and it is a bigger record or whatever, yeah. it's like, oh, well, you know, did you get the rights? Did you get the permission? Da, da. Right. That's how it goes in the music industry. In the uh, comedy world, it seems like it's more or less like an unwritten rule that we, you know, what they say, Calvin left, huh? But I feel like they say good artists borrow, great artists steal. So do y'all feel or do you feel like it's wrong for you to, if, if you tell a joke, and I can hear you tell that joke and like, man, I can put some D's on that and make that take off. Should I not take that joke from you? Is that not acceptable? Or is that like out of bounds? In y'all opinion. Give me credit. Give me credit. Give, give me credit, right? Oh, give me credit. Did you like, copyright this joke? Well, you just said ask music me. is the I don't same fuck thing. With you. So like, what about on fool with you? Then I'm not asking for permission. I'm asking for forgiveness. You know me. I'm not asking no nigga for permission. But I think, I think you need to. You said what, nigga? Thank you. That's what I'm saying, but that's not an established norm in the comedy world. Well, I think it should be at this point. It should be? It should be. Maybe this will be the beginning of that. You said what? At least change your punchline. That's what I'm saying. Change something about the joke. You said what, DJ? If you're going to do the joke, make it better. Make it better. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to deliver the joke better. Not no. It can't be you delivered the joke better. It has to be something different. Different about, about the joke. Make it your own. Yeah. Make it your own. Okay. Okay. But these people were saying the exact same thing. Gotcha. Okay. So that was one interesting point. They was like, "Don't call us out for what we know happens." This is com comedians talking about comedians. Okay. Don't call us out for what we know happens in our. Who said this? Uh, Corey Hope. One of the realest niggas that's gonna get on the microphone. He also said. He also said. Huh? What was it? That part. No, no, he wasn't. But you know how everybody commented on it. Everybody like Tom Jason. You know what I'm saying? But let me say this. He also said when Cat Williams came onto Wild and Out, um, Cat was throwing up hundred dollar bills. Right. He said he picked up seven of them. Cause he needed. I needed it. it. I was down bad and Cat okay. was up. So you say thank you and keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I mean, but I appreciate somebody that can keep it a uh, hundred. And be like, no, Cat Williams is philanthropic. He is very benevolent. He's all these things. He called him the Joker from uh, Dark Knight. He was like, man, he's a, a super villain. But there's also this other side of him that you got to talk about, too. You know what I'm saying? Look at the holistic picture. Well, we need the proof. Because they pulled up the receipts on Sid, Cat, um, Steve, Steve, Mark Steve, Curry. 
Yeah, yeah. So we need receipts. Okay. Another interesting part of that interview was the fact that they called Kevin Hart an industry plant. First of all, y'all Kevin Hart fans, by round of applause, y'all Kevin Hart fans, Kevin Hart fans, Kevin Hart fans. Alright. Is Kevin Hart anybody's favorite comedian here? No. God, he was yeah, funny no when he first came like when he first came out, his first few stand-ups, he was funny. Okay, okay. What's Kevin Hart's best piece of work to y'all? Just shout it out. His first one. Ladies and gentlemen, the floor is yours. Laughing my pain. Seriously funny? What you say? Seriously funny? Nobody like uh reality check? Nobody like any of his movies? I like Jumanji. What? <laughs> Robin, Robin Williams did that one. Better. Right. I'm just saying, which one was the real Jumanji? You know, uh, he paper Soldiers? No Paper Soldiers? No, that wasn't that Paper Soldiers, G, was his best movie. For no. his cameo in 40-Year-Old Virgin. What's the movie when he was taking care of the man? What's the movie we taking care of Breaking Bad, dude? What was that movie? What did he say? The original what? But what's the name of it, I'm asking? What I'm saying, Sam? Unreal. Uh, okay, what about Lyft? Did anybody see his 2024 piece? Yeah. Lyft? Lyft was good? Was it real good? Okay, I'm gonna watch. Okay. What about uh, True Story? It was called The Upside. The Upside, The Upside, uh, Didi. Did anybody like True Story with Wesley Snipes? That was kind of good to me. Yes. I couldn't finish it. It was irritating. So I, I'm told, regardless, regardless, industry plan, not industry plan. Wait, what? What is good for what it is? Oh, right, right. That's what it's for. That's what it's for. Right. Okay, but I, I, regardless if you think that Kevin Hart is or is not funny, is or is not an industry plant, I will say this. I think that the trajectory of his career and the timing in which he was finna take off and did take off kind of parallels that of the up-and-coming Money Mike and whatever he did after Friday After Next. And him and Cat were kind of, like they said, competition to each other. Right, and in competition, somebody got to win, and somebody's inevitably gonna lose. So, is it more so that Cat hates the fact that he kept like when keeping it real goes Cat wrong, he, he kept it a little too real and not enough commercial, and didn't compromise himself for the bag, or is it that Kevin Hart really is an industry player? He's not funny, and all the other things that Cat and other uh, detractors from um, Kevin Hart might be saying. I don't think um, it's a win or lose. I see how people will compare them because they both small. They are. They are less I mean, than average. In Hollywood, it's a look. Yeah. They both have, because uh, they small, right? Right, right. But they don't have the same appeal to the same audience. So I think Kat likes having ownership. And he can speak proudly to that. Right. He, he pay for his shows. He don't owe nobody. He don't have nobody backing him. He, that's why he can do and say what he want to do and right. say, right? right? Right, Kevin can't do that. Kevin got dragged for a comment he made about his son and, and gays and all of that on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Right? So I think the word is drug, though. No, he got dragged. No, but past tense would be drug. <laughs> no, <this> is... <laughs> I'm an English minor. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I'm 
I'm petty. I'm just petty. But no, um, I agree. I agree. So I don't. I, is he a plant? Uh, I don't know. Has he been the only plant? Like, have we, do we have another example of somebody that would have been a plant years ago? He did say Illuminati Chris is part of the Illuminati pizza. I mean, he did come up on that Fast Furious, you know. It was a lot of bars. It was a lot of bars. Uh, he was dropping jewels. He was dropping jewels in the interview. I'm just saying. But regardless of what it is, man, I think that one shout out to uh, Uncle 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 Shannon and Club Shay Shay, dog. Give it up for Club Shay Shay. Y'all. It is the move. Are you serious? Y'all fool with Club Shay Shay? Okay, okay. You gotta stay in tune, Club as, as As content creators, I think you just gotta applaud a black man that was able to do those type of numbers, whichever way he ended up doing it, right? But monetizing his page the way that he did, and I, I give it up to the him. She don't, she don't rock with him as like I do, but like Cameron, and it is what it is. Um, Club Shay Shay. Um, it's, a, it's a couple to pivot. It's, it's a lot of them. Uh, Joe Budden, uh, uh, Drink Champs. These are people that we grew up on. These are people that we, we grew up on that were famous and possibly rich for one thing. And now as we're adults, they have pivoted their brand to mean and be and monetize in a different way. And I think for us as a community, that's not as easy as it might seem. Like a lot of pro athletes, Shannon Sharp, he should not. Be interviewing anyone. He is a country bumpkin. He's a country bumpkin. But he is handsome. He is handsome. Wait, he's handsome. handsome. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, ladies. Hold on. And this is no disrespect. This is no disrespect. She said that Shannon Sharp is handsome. Round of applause, ladies. Shannon Sharp, good looking guy. Good looking guy. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying yes or no, I'm asking a question. Simmer? Simmer? Simmer. May have the room. Alright, so Shannon Sark, you say he's a good looking guy? He's handsome. Jonathan Majors? Wow. See, as soon as the nigga fall off, he ugly. And that's my point. That's my point. Y'all love Jonathan Majors 18 months ago. Loved him. Loved him. Y'all love Dr. Majors a, a mere year and a half ago. When? Stop playing. When he was on the on the cover of the thing with the thing and the roses and the everybody like, oh, that's giving metrosexual. And they be like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Huh? A four at best? Hey. Hey. I think the moral of the story is money. <laughs> Makes you look a little bit better. But Shannon Sharp is Money makes you look a little bit better. Say it again. Make it good. Make it good. Yeah, what'd you say, Nina? I said, money don't make you look better because they should feel ugly. But he looks better than he did when he didn't have money. Everybody 
far down this rabbit hole, but I didn't say money makes you look good. If you ugly, you just ugly. But I will say, once again, for the record, that money does help you look better. Even if he is a four, he was a two. You know what I'm saying? So let's call a spade a spade, bro. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. It makes you attractive. Makes you more attractive. I think Chris Rock is a good example. Think about, think about Chris Rock when he first came out. One rib, pulled on my hand for a dime. Pookie is calling me. Now you look at Chris Rock and I mean, yeah, he didn't slap up. He's still a victim. But like Chris Rock has cleaned up. He, 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 you know what I'm saying? He looks better than he did, even if he's still up. Cause money. Got a bag that fix my teeth. Y'all know this ain't cheap. Okay? Alright, we're gonna move out of entertainment, I believe. Alright. So now we've come to everyone's favorite part of the show. And that's everyone's favorite topic on the show. And that is none other than relationships. I.e. sex. Alright? So Miss Reese, what's talking about our relationship segment this week? Calvin Samuels is in the house. How can I help? <laughs> okay, so to keep going with uh, Shannon Sharp, Club Shay Shay, he interviewed uh, Country Wayne. That was his did. Shout out to Country Wayne. She was intrigued. Her commentary. She was like, he might be on to something. He might be on to something. Okay, so during Listen up, y'all. Listen up. During his interview, he talked about uh, why women why women cheat more than men. Okay? Um, why women cheat more than men. You heard it. Why he was talking about why and how women cheat more than men. We're better. Right. The question, the, hold on, hold on. Simmer, Harlan, don't come in creating a ruckus. Right. Sorry. <laughs> the party is here. Get Harlan around the wall. Yeah. Yeah. But the question that was asked by uh, Shannon Sharp to Country Wayne, correct me if I'm wrong, was who cheats more? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who cheats more? And he said who? women. That was not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tie. Nah, he said, who cheats more? And then what was Country Wayne's Okay, response? so this is what he got into, and this is what I was talking about. Um, he talked about women not being able, one, he said he feels bad for women because women go through the same stuff that men do in regards to when you're with somebody for a long period of time. What's a long period of time for a relationship, though? Over four years. Over four years, depends. Who had a number? Y'all got a number for how many years? Ten. Okay. That's a long time. Ten is a long time. Okay. Okay. So whatever your long time is, it's relative. You, it's relative. Okay. You know how? Let's say you're in a relationship for a long time, and you know that man. Well, baby, you you don't you don't be as sexy at night. You know you got your basketball shorts on, your gym shirt. You know I want you to be sexy, right? And we hear those conversations, right? You're trying to eat this dick up. <laughs> like you supposed to ask. Y'all used to ask and offer. To eat this dick up. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Okay. After 10 years, I'm not asking, can y'all eat that dick up? Y'all no. like, eh, I mean, I guess it's no. your birthday. No. 
guy. You know, you're not sexy no more. You don't send me the videos. You don't do the little dance. You don't do blah, 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 blah. Right? Exactly. So we said, we said women feel the same way. They laying over there looking at you like, What you do? Well, and then it's... She said, what you doing, Calvin Lee So... You know, women, they feel the same way, right? You you laying in bed with your, with your saggy drawers on, right? Your stomach didn't get big, you snoring and shit, right? And then you, you tap her, like, turn to the side. So now it's the same old position, all right, come on. And, and we literally like, yeah, all right, come on, nigga. Come on, all right, like, you done? You done? You You get used to the same thing, right? There's no more excitement and no more adventure. And he said women feel that. They don't always say it right. because when you say it, it's like, what you mean? What you, you know, right. you know it's, it's, it's you pushback. You said Tuesdays. You said So he said women dip off. He said and when they dip off, it's not with the person you think. It's with the quiet one. The one you never would suspect because they know how to keep their mouth shut. You say they dip off, they go do their thing for about 20, 30 minutes, and they come back and be the best girlfriend wife you've ever seen. He did say that. He said, and I, I, I saw something from my man Will Mills, a comedian out of Chicago. He was talking about the best type of times to have sex with the best type of women to have sex with. Oh, yeah. And he said the best sex, number one, he did top five. He said the best one was after you cheat on your girl, then going and sleeping with your girl. That's the best sex ever, because it's like, you almost like, ah, I didn't get caught, right? So he was, but to your point, if a woman is to go to dip out, sneak off, he said it don't even take but nine, 15 minutes. And she just act like she ran just throwing your hair. There's a lot of hair style, <laughs> Damn! Yeah. Damn! Damn! They like it, Y'all tell it, tell it. I'll be right back, Mariano. Like, but listen, he said they dip in, dip out, and then come and literally come and be the best girlfriend or wife ever because they done got that up off of them and they happy and now they ready to cook and they ready to clean and they ready to do all the womanly things. So it's just kind of like, what? I don't even know. Why, why don't we know this as a new man? Do y'all know this? Y'all know this? Or was this headline news? The, the bars? You knew this. I can cheat it all often. I know this. Men don't pay attention to their women. Tell us more. Tell us more. Their their needs, their needs. Self absorbed. Like at the end of the day, if you were a cheater, you're just a cheater, bro. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there are women that you could shat all upon them. And they're not going to cheat on you because they're not cheaters. And there's other women and men, vice versa, goes both ways, but you can give them the world and everything up in it. And they still going to cheat on your ass. So it's kind of like, I think it just comes down to character versus... You know, oh well, you're not paying attention. Thank you for the snaps. Thank you for the snaps. Then you're like, bro, y'all know y'all ain't shit. Those of y'all that ain't shit, and those of y'all that are something, can't relate. Carry on, man. That's what they doing. Like it was news flashes to women. Like damn, they do be doing that, or my girls be doing that, but I ain't know it was that serious. But at the end of the day, like you said, like you said, y'all gonna cheat with the man that can keep his mouth closed. A uh, oh, oh, happily married woman told me. Her secret to her happy marriage is knowing when to keep her mouth shut and knowing when to open that motherfucker. Yeah. No, you know and that's true because a lot of times if it meets your lips, it's gonna hurt his feelings. I thought she was talking about not talking back to a man. Man, you gotta eat that dick up. You gotta eat that dick up. You gotta have to eat that. Dick up. You say it again, Mary. A man can't handle getting his ego bruised by his mom. Correct. Therefore, a lot of stuff we're going to keep to ourselves. Correct. But I think that's also a reason why it's so much more hurtful or detrimental to a relationship when a woman gets caught cheating. Congratulations if you're good at cheating, right? Like, what your man don't know won't hurt him. And niggas don't ask questions you don't want the answer to, right? So let's keep it a buck. But it hurts more for a man to find out his girl is cheating than vice versa because she's being piped down. He's doing the piping. There is no difference. There is no difference. Holla if you hear me. Y'all. Case in point. 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 Not that cheaters are cheaters. The reason why for a man is more detrimental is because they automatically assume that a woman has cheated because of an emotional attachment and an emotional connection to another man. That we can't just get out there and just fuck just cause so. Just y'all fuck just cause so. Say it again. Fuck just cause so. We can't. We can't. You started with a Maya Angelo voice. It is easy. Fuck just cause. But she had the point. Are you going to leave him or are you going to try to stay and work it out? If you cheated one time. It just depends on the 
Ten years in. Ten years in, that's our threshold. Ten years in, he cheated one time, you found out. You leaving or staying? Staying. Who's leaving? Who's leaving? Hold on, hold on. This is the, the, the information you have is the information you have. <laughs> you, ten years in, you leaving. One time cheating. Ten years in. Ten years in, Judy. Okay, not the majority of the room. Fellas. Fellas. Ten years in, you found out. Guaranteed, no doubt about it, your woman got piped down by Fred. <laughs> who's leaving? Who's staying? Who's leaving? All the men are leaving. Who's leaving? Most of the men. Most of the men. Most of the men. Most of the men. Hey, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One more question. One more question. One more question. My answer. Who? Nah, the majority, the, 60% of men said, 60% of men surveyed, hold on, 60% of men said that uh, they would leave off that one instance, instance, right? Hold on, last question. Ladies, if you found out that your man cheated on you and was a power bottom like T.D. Jakes, how many of y'all are leaving? So now your man cheated on you, but he cheated on you with a Nah, but I mean, hey, whatever's for you is for you, man. 
He's just all just conversation starters, so we're not judging anybody that would stay. We're not calling anybody uh, uh, insecure that would leave. It's just personal preferences. But I do stand on what I said earlier in terms of like cheaters cheat, dog. Like if you're a murderer, you do murders. You know what I mean? You're a serial killer, you eat a lot of Captain Crunch. Like, yo. I'm just saying, like, you either about that life or you're not. Judith, you got it. And the third, the lifestyle show that gives you life, literally. So we thank y'all for pulling up and popping out. We have the space until nine o'clock. The bar is open for that one drink, and then everything else is prepared to go. But please, please, please give yourselves one more round of applause for joining us for this down the third, for this third Thursday. Nah, for real, for the cameras and shit. Can y'all get a round of applause? I'm your boy, Cavalier Roy King, the third. This is my lovely co-host with the most of this recent piece of one and only. And we are the undisputed king and queen of Chicago Five.